0: الحمد لله was a على عباده الذين اصطفى a بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب was the name of Al Mursanil Hamdullah, Alamin, Allah Massali Allah Sayyidina Muhammad who Allah Ali Sayyidina Muhammad Ubarak was Sedim, Allah Massali Allah Sayyidina Mohammed, who Ali Sayyidina Muhammad Ubarak was Sedim, Allah Massali Allah Sayyidina Mohammed, who Ali Sayyidina Muhammad who Barak was Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, He created this world around us full of signs. And if we were Able to see the signs of Allah Ta'ala Then we would be from amongst a very special category of people Meaning Allah Ta'ala by design He's created this world such that it's filled (coughs) with signs of Him Signs of His greatness Signs of His majesty Signs of His control And it's up to us to open up our eyes to these signs They're present all around us and if we are able to open up our eyes to this and open up our hearts to the signs of Allah Taala, then we are from a very special group of people. And Allah Taala actually references this group of people in the Quran in a few places, and He calls them ulul albab, the people of understanding, the people of truth. And you'll see this, um, you'll see this phrase ulul albab being used. When Allah Ta'ala talks about His signs of the world, like signs in this world, signs of His creation. When He talks about the creation of the heavens and the earth and how large they are and how vast they are and how He's planted trees and how He's created mountains. And then He'll mention that the people that understand this are the people of al Bab. So, in one place, Allah ta'ala says, So he's explaining that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created this. He caused rain to come down upon the earth, um, and he caused trees to come forth from it, uh, or crops to grow from it, and he, different colors, etc. And at the end, he says, That indeed, in this, this is a remembrance. For who? Not for anyone. Not anyone's able to see the signs i mean everyone's physically able to see these things in space but only a select few people can actually translate that into a particular language which is the language of understanding allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's magnificence that's a particular language the people that can speak or the people that can read the people that can understand the, that language Allah Ta'ala says, Indeed, this is a sign for the people of Al-Bab, the people of understanding, the people of the core. Very special group of people. Now, if you look back the past week or the last two weeks or so, it's been extremely cold. It's been, you know, frigid, frigid cold, we call it. I don't have to tell you, everyone knows it. You know, it's, it's what everyone's talking about. It's on everyone's mind. It's, it just, it's, you know, altering people's plans, perhaps, you know, the coldest week of the year this past week. Um, and, uh, we take science, we, we take lessons from this as well. I mean, it's been so cold that, uh, you know, we're thinking twice about basic things that we would do. Right. And, What you'll notice is that uh, anyone that's, uh, you know, experiencing this, which is all of us, anyone in this area, we're constantly looking at the forecast. And one reason we're looking at it is, well, how cold is it right now? Right, we're checking our phone. Is it, I mean, it's cold. Wow, it's actually this cold. It's negative 15. My goodness, the wind chill. But the other reason we're checking it is because we are trying to see when it's going to end. Right? We're looking ahead. Oh, it's going to end on this day. This is extreme, this extreme cold. When is it going to stop? Or when is there going to be a trend in a different direction? And so that's the reason that we're checking the forecast. And the reason why we tend to do this is, well, there's two benefits. One it helps you stay focused and it helps you prioritize, meaning if you know that there's an end in sight, you know that there's a, a light at the end of the tunnel, you're able to prioritize those things that you need to get done now and those things that can wait until a little bit later, right? So for instance, right now, you know, is probably not the time uh, or today or last week, it's probably not the time, uh, you know, for you to take the kids to the park. It's not gonna happen. It it doesn't make sense. You wouldn't do that. Uh, but maybe you know, as the weather warms up, you'll begin to do that. Okay. Right now is not the time that you are uh, going to go to one of these outdoor malls, right, to shop. You're not gonna do it. You're gonna stick to the indoor ones if you have to go somewhere. You're gonna prioritize. You're gonna stay focused. Uh, and it's, it's it's funny because uh, and we and we're, we think in our mind that you know what I'm gonna I just gotta wait a few more days. Right. I mean I see that oh the weather's gonna be changing in two days. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wait. Those things that I need to get done now, I'm gonna get done now. And those things that can probably wait until it's a little bit warmer, until you can stand outside for more than thirty seconds, I'm gonna wait until then. And it's funny because I promised my son that I would take him to this dessert place, and he keeps bringing it up. And he said, "Baba, you promised that we're going to go this, this day, this day, this day." And I'm telling him, "Just wait, just wait, just wait," because I know in my mind there's no way we're—I mean, we're not going anywhere outside the house unless we absolutely need to go. And I'm like, "Just wait," and on this day the weather will get better. And I'm going to take you on this day, and he and he's and he says, no, "No, no, we have to go." But you know, it, we we alter our plans based off of this. So one benefit is that of of knowing when things will get better is that you can prioritize. You know, if you know that things are going to get better later, then you are going to simplify things right now. You're not going to try Because if you want to experience, for instance, that outdoor mall, right, and you know it's going to be cold for the next, you know, this weather for the next 365 days okay, fine, maybe one of these days you're actually going to go to that mall and, you know, kind of suck it up and say, I'm just going to go do it. But if you know that, hey, things are going to change in three or four days, right, things are going to change in two or three days, and I'll go at that time, then you're going to prioritize, you're going to prioritize. You're going to say, you know I'm going to push off those things that maybe are not as necessary. Maybe those things, I know I'll be able to enjoy things a little bit later. I'm just going to go ahead and prioritize those things that I absolutely need to do now. Maybe I need gas right now, so I'm going to get gas in my car. Right? These things you're going to prioritize. Okay, I'm not going to go shopping for clothes this week because it's just too cold, but groceries, yeah, that's something that we need in the house, so I'm going to make sure that I go get my groceries. The other advantage of kind of knowing, of being able to see that there is going to be a change is that it provides hope. It provides hope. When you're able to see that something um, positive is, is, is forthcoming, it, it motivates you. It keeps you going. If I was to tell you that, if you were to if you were to know that this is the way the forecast is going to be for the next three months, right? You're not going to get a break from this. You'd probably leave town, right? And th- I mean, this is how in your mind you'd be thinking, "Wow, how am I supposed to survive? I can't do anything in this weather. I can't take the kids out. I can't take my family out. I can't. T- I can't do anything." But when you know that, look, you know, there's just I just have to put up with this for just a few days. There's 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 a light at the end of the tunnel. It's just a matter of a few days. I can put up with this difficulty. I can put up with this, you could say constriction for this time period. There's there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Things are going to change. No problem. So when you have that in your when you have that in your mind, you you know that there's going to be this positive end to this. That there's going to be a change. It gives you hope. But, you know, you wouldn't settle in a place that, you know, for instance, had this kind of weather 365 days a year. You wouldn't. I mean, I guess some people question why we would even settle for it for just a few days. But that's a different story. But, you know, if you know that this is going to be the way it is, you know, all year long, you would think twice. Like, why would I put up with this extremity? I mean, this is craziness. Why would I do that? But you wouldn't because, you know, that OK, it's only going to get this bad for this period of time. And I know things are going to change and it helps you stay motivated and it gives you hope. Now, interestingly, this is really how life is in general. Life, Allah Ta'ala created life so that it is a challenge. It's difficult. And everyone has their own challenges and their own difficulties. And those challenges and those difficulties, they change through the the course of a person's life and there'll be times where there's less, and there'll be times where there's more. But the, everyone's life is filled with challenges and difficulties. For some people, those challenges are themselves, meaning getting over this disobedience to Allah and trying to align themselves so they're obedient to Allah and it's this constant struggle with shaitan and their nafs and shaitan and their nafs and they're struggling 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 with this sin and this form of worship and this form this deed trying to please Allah and it's this constant this life is just this big challenge for them having to try and make an effort and try and make an effort and stay away from those things that Allah wants them to stay away from and, and do those things that Allah wants them to do I mean it's this constant struggle you don't get a break from it in life right I mean you don't get a break how many of us you know feel comfortable for instance with waking up for fajr prayer on time it's a it's a day it's a daily struggle for most of us right i mean we can't just relax and say you know what i'm i'm taking a week break from this and i'm just going to sleep in and just be done with this right that's not the way this world is. Allah Ta'ala expects from us something and it's this constant daily struggle. For some people, the challenge in life is different. It's not necessarily that they're trying to accomplish specific deeds or stay away from particular sins. Their challenges in life. Allah Ta'ala gives to them, right? And their difficulties, their calamities, their, you know, you know, you could say worldly difficulties that are very intrusive upon every, every aspect of their life. And so they're continuously, you know, struggling in life trying to get through this as well. And in the same way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created this world such that with every difficulty there'll be ease, the overall principle for the believer is that while this life may be difficult, there certainly is a light at the end of the tunnel. And Allah ta'ala created something called Jannah for us. He created something called Jannah for us. And he referenced it so many places in the Qur'an As a reward for the believer, as the final place for the believer, as the destination for the believer, as that uh, point of change for the believer, as that, you know, final, as that uh, place of or timing of eternal happiness for the believer. then that thing that you've been waiting for, it's there, it's Jannah. You know, it could have been that Allah Ta'ala created this world. Let's say there isn't even a Jahannam. He just created this world as it is and said, you have to be here forever. You just have to be here forever. Right? You're not going to leave this world. You're not going to pass away. You're just going to be alive and you're going to stay in this world forever. All the difficulties in this world, all the challenges in this world. Grant, albeit, there are some pleasures in this world. right? But you go through life for a few years and you realize that there are so few. I mean, life is full of difficulties, challenges, struggle, turmoil, uh, striving, right? effort. Life is filled with it. You think, wow, how would I be able to sustain myself for all of eternity? But Allah Ta'ala didn't create the world this way. He created a place, He created a time called Jannah. And Allah Ta'ala says that this is your place of reward. This is that light at the end of the tunnel. This is the reward that you get, or this is that point of inflection, this point of change in your life. Don't think that this uh, world is going to be, don't think that you're going to live in this world forever in the sense of don't think that you're going to have to deal with the difficulties and the challenges of this world forever. Don't think that you're going to have to keep trying forever. Even just trying, it's it's heavy, it's weighty. Don't think you'll have to even try forever. I promise you a place afterward that will make you happy and happier than you've ever been in your life. And it'll be a place without any difficulty whatsoever. Now, the advantage for the believer... Of In the same way that in our mind you know, Through days of extreme cold We look toward those days Where things are going to be A little bit more comfortable It's important for the believer To always in the back of their mind Or in the front of their The believer to always be Looking ahead toward Jannah In the same way in this world We always look toward something ahead In the same way We should always keep in our minds That Allah Ta'ala has created This place for us And it's our final destination And it's Jannah Why? For the same two reasons That I mentioned before Number one is that if you know that there is a jannah that's coming, a place of happiness, a place of comfort, a place place where you can fulfill every desire, then number one, it'll help you prioritize in this world. It'll help you prioritize in this world. You are going to focus on those things in this world that are actually relevant. Relevant to whom? Relevant to yourself. Relevant to yourself and that will make you relevant as well and you'll recognize that look i have jannah to enjoy i mean i have all of these dreams and aspirations to fulfill in this world why don't i just push those aside i know i can experience all of them and i'll experience them in, in a better way than i could experience them in this world let me just push those aside until a little bit later when the weather's a little bit more when the weather's a little bit warmer when the uh, when the climate is more comfortable when the spa- when there's more space when i'm able to do it when i can actually enjoy it without having Stress in my mind. Let me just push those things until then. And in this world, I'm going to focus on those things that I need to focus on for myself and for my soul. It helps you prioritize. You know, it's, um, it's, it's like thinking, like, okay, you know, Allah Ta'ala told me to stay away from this one thing. <coughs> and I just have to do it for this X period of time. And I can, once I get into Jannah, by all means, whatever your heart desires, whatever your mind desires, go ahead and do it. But just for now, prioritize. Just prioritize for now. Those things that are relevant to me, those things that are relevant to my iman, those things that are relevant to uh, what's uh, going to get me through, let me prioritize and focus on those things. But you can only do that when you have that end reward in mind. And then the second advantage of having this in our mind is that it provides us with hope. It provides the believer with hope that we see around that everyone's enjoying things and everyone's living how they want to live and or and everyone's being able to partake in all of these pleasures. You know, and and I'm the one that isn't able to do so. And I'm the one that's always restricted. And I'm the one that's always feeling tightened. And I'm the one that's always criticized. And I'm the one that's always blamed. And I'm always the one that's looked down upon or we're always the ones that are looked down upon or we're always the ones that, you know, don't get to uh, don't get to just live comfortably. Yeah, it would be difficult if I was to tell you that you had to do this for a thousand years or 5,000 years or for eternity. It'd be very difficult. But if you're in your mind, you know that, look, Jannah is coming. That place where I can be comfortable, it's coming. And it's not too far away. Right? That prize is there. That, that, that light that's at the end of the tunnel is a lot closer than we think it is. It's a lot closer than we think it is. It is waiting for us. And in certain descriptions in hadith, Allah Taala says that He's preparing it for us, <coughs> meaning it's it's long. Jannah is longing for the believer, waiting for you know you put your time in that world. Now's your time to relax, and the person that turns away from Allah Taala has nothing to do with it. You know, it's like. Um, when you have, when you're planning like a, a vacation somewhere, right? You're gonna go somewhere warm for a week long. Sometimes that week or two before, it's very stressful, right? You're all these crazy things begin to happen to you. You're like, what in the world? You know, your car breaks down. It happens to break down the week before you have to leave town. Your, you know, you find out that your cell phone bill wasn't paid on time. You find out that, you know, someone, uh, uh, what do you call it? Someone stole your wallet. You find out that you know, your, your child gets sick. You're like, man, how am I supposed to deal with this? But in your mind, you're thinking, wait, hold on. I, I don't care. Throw whatever you want at me right now. I'm going to, you know, 80 degrees, sunny weather, and I'm going to be lying on the beach in a week. I don't really don't care what's happening to me right now. You could throw the you know the, every difficulty at me right now, but I, I'm going there. I have hope that in a few days, I'm going to be there, and I'm going to forget everything else that's happening here. And that's what Jannah is for us. It's like, okay we're we're going to be we're going to be challenged and we're going to have to strive and we're going to have to have to put an effort and we're going to have to be patient and we're going to have to persevere and it becomes doable when we know that this is just temporary and my vacation is coming and my vacation's coming and I'm not going to come back from that vacation it's not that I can be stress free for 7 or 8 days and then have to come back to the headaches of this world i'm going to go and i'm not looking back i'm not even going to turn back and Allah Ta'ala beautifully uh, references this sort of principle in the Qur'an. And he says, in Surah Al-A'raf, he says, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا And the people that believe, right? For the believers, for us. وَعَمِنَ الصَّالِحَاتِ And perform righteous deeds, meaning you strive in this world, you, put in, you make an effort. يُكَلِّفُ نَفْسًا إلا Remember that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala will never burden you more than you can handle. You know, Allah Ta'ala created such an amazing place called Jannah, right? And it, it has everything you can imagine and more, right? In fact, the last person to enter Jannah, it comes in a hadith, the last person to enter Jannah gets 10 times whatever, is, whatever this world contains. At least 10 times this world and whatever it contains is the last person that enters Jannah not the first person not the second person the last person that enters jannah gets 10 times of whatever's in this world and whatever is contained within this world 10 times right so that's the last person to enter into jannah if that's the reward of jannah you you would think that you know what i should be tortured in this world like beyond my imagination i'm des- i'm deserving of that why because i see what allah ta'ala has in store for me but allah ta'ala Merciful, right? He's not. He's not trying to harm us or hurt us. In fact, he's just compassionate toward us. And he says, "Those people that believe and and do righteous deeds, It's very interesting. He says the people that believe and the people that do righteous deeds. Um, he he says in, in between. He says, you know, we don't burden you more than you can handle. Ulaika ashabul jannah. Those are the people of jannah. It's like an interjection. Right, if you could have just said, those people that believe in Allah and do righteous deeds, they are the people that are of Jannah." Right, that would be sufficient. But Allah Taala interjects instead, so just just a reminder, I'm not trying to make things difficult for you here. I'm only giving you what you can handle. Not a single soul will be tested in this world more than that person can handle. More than that person can bear. Okay. For them is Jannah. And they will be there forever. This vacation will be forever. This break from frigid cold, it'll be forever. You don't have to turn back. It's like moving down south. right? You don't have to look back. Except it's better. And then he says... Not only is it that you're placed in Jannah, what happens in this world, right? If you, if, what's going to happen next week, right? When the weather warms up, inshallah. What's going to happen? You know, you will try to erase memories of how difficult this was, but you will remember how cold it was, right? I mean, in the summertime, what do you do? You lament over, oh man, the winter's coming again. You know, oh, man, remember last winter? That was terrible. Oh, remember how much snow we got? Remember how cold it was? You have all these memories and you have all these ill feelings. And, you know, people that move away from up here in the north and they move down south, they don't completely forget what their experience was here. In fact, you ask them and they'll say, oh, man, you're still up there? What are you doing? Right. And they'll remember they had these memories of like, I couldn't start my car. My car wasn't starting. You know, I had to wear three jackets. We we couldn't do anything outside. Right. So they have these these memories. So Allah Ta'ala says, From their hearts, the people of Jannah, we take away from them غل, any form of rancor, any form of ill feeling or ill thought or ill memory. Even that's removed from the believers. You know, the hardships that you faced in life, the struggles that you had to put in, that's actually removed from you. Allah Taala says, and, and Sahih Bukhari has actually said that when the believer crosses the Sirat and they're between Jannah and Jahannam, I mean they're across that Sirat, it's at that point where they'll stop, and all of those bad memories that they had in this world, and all of those uh, difficulties that they sort of sort of recollect, it'll actually be removed from them at that point. So Allah Taala says, "When ma fi Okay. You know, you're getting Jannah, but not only are you going to get Jannah, we're also going to remove from your heart any ill thoughts that you had about other people, ill experiences, etc. Those are all going to be removed as well. They'll be in this place where gardens and rivers are are underneath them. And then they'll be forced to say, right, at this point, The believers will say, at this point, this is not, not now, this is then. They'll say, Alhamdulillah all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That he guided me to this This meaning to Jannah If it wasn't for Allah ta'ala I wouldn't have ended up here right? It's like that friend that tells you Listen don't go to uh, you know, don't go to the Smoky Mountains for vacation. You need to go to this place, right? You need to go here. And I'm telling you, you will have the best vacation in the world. So you go there and you, and you enjoy it. And what are you thinking? Man, I'm glad I listened to that person. If it wasn't for him, I would have ended up, you know, uh, uh, stranded somewhere in the middle of a mountain range, right? But So the believers will say when they're in Jannah, Alhamdulillah, We don't need to praise Allah at that point. We're already in Jannah. But we'll be forced to say it because we're so... Thankful of Allah, Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guided me to this Jannah. الله, and had it not been for Allah ta'ala's guidance, الله, then never would have been guided to this. You never would have been able to taste the rewards of Jannah, reap the rewards of Jannah, taste the fruits of Jannah. It just never would have been yours. It's purely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. So Allah Taala created Jannah, and He created it for us, and it's something that we should regularly remember. It's something that we should regularly think about. You know, in the same way that, uh, you know, if we have, um, of, uh, like, if we have some family trip planned or we have some vacation planned for ourselves, we begin planning well in advance and we begin thinking about it in advance, and we actually use it as a way for us to. Um, get through some difficulties and challenges You know what, I'm gonna go here and I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna forget about that You know, I can't When, I, when I, We use it as a source of comfort for us We use it as a source of motivation for us Jannah is the same way for us as well It should be that thing that's in the back of our mind That you know what, no matter what comes my way Allah Ta'ala has promised Jannah for the believers This is inshallah going to be my home I am going to go there and I'm going to live it up And I am not looking back and not only am I not looking back i'm not even going to remember what happened here and there are other hadith to this effect as well so may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq to uh, to appreciate the uh, paradise that he's made for us in the hereafter may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to patiently persevere and patiently get through any difficulties challenges or trials in this world may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us under his shade and in a state of iman so that we may enjoy what he's uh, provided as a reward for those that that believe in him in the hereafter.